Hello everybody and welcome back to another episode of Watching the Boxes Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Hosted by hashtag basketball.com. Your home for the very best fantasy tools and analysis on the entire internet. Go check them out. Hashtag basketball.com. I'm your host, Mike Katrin, and joining me, as always, is my co-host, Tyler P. Watts. What's up, Tyler? Michael. Here's a question for you. Oh, wow. All right. In, question in right five away. years, five years from now. Okay. So that'll be 2027, right? Oh, God. It's a long ways away. The earth is on fire. You can have a, this is a, this is an either or, a would you rather. You can okay. have Nikola Jokic or any Denver Nugget. Doesn't have to be on the roster right now. Who will be the higher-ranked fantasy player? Nikola Jokic or any Denver Nugget? Five years. Five years. Well, I, I think if you gave me not just any Denver Nugget, I think if you gave me any NBA player, I would probably take Jokic. Hmm, interesting. In five years? Yeah. Now, see, I would because I don't think we've seen anybody have a run at fantasy where they are at the top for that long, have we? But I think I'm willing to. No, I don't. Th- I, you know what? I don't think we have. But I think I'm willing to. Um, if I had to choose, right, Jokic or any other player for the next five years, he's on the short list of like, I don't know, him, Giannis. With fantasy wise, him. Yeah, no, it's Jokic. I, I, I don't know. You're, I think you're 100% right that he won't be number one for five straight years. He's got a great chance of being number one for the next five years. Yeah, and that's the crazy part of it, right, is, like, you got to think about um, – and that's why I think I'd pick anybody else, right? Like, if I could have everybody in the world, or I could have him, I think I would take everybody in the world just because – Statistics. Right. Um, but it's a good thought. I mean, and you got to think in five years, how old is he going to be? Thirty-two. Yeah, he's twenty-seven right now. So yeah, going to be Busy. thirty-two. Okay, years old. He is entering his prime. He... So if you played, if you played fantasy back in these days, um, if you look at now, if you look at totals, it's not quite as good, but it, it still pretty much is. Um, okay. In totals, Michael Jordan second. 204th, second, first, 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 second. Oh, well, that's obvious. 236th, first, first, fifth. That was during his time at the Bulls. Rough, rough times. Rough times there for Michael Jordan. Jordan was basically in the top two from the time he was 21 until the time he was 34. Oh, 33. He was fifth when he was 34. That's absolutely incredible. And the only times he wasn't was the two years where he played 18 and 17 games. That's... Yeah, I but don't think he also never touch missed that a game. Record. And that was, the, that was always the crazy part about Jordan to me. And a lot of, like, more players were playing 82 games back in that day. But like, he was always from, playing 82 games. From the time he was 21 till the time he was 34, minus the years that he played baseball there, um, he literally missed, like, the games in those two seasons where he got hurt and he missed no other games. He played, like, every other game. It was insane. Yeah, that was the beauty. Um, and the, um, actually, probably pretty insane run of Michael Jordan 
he just never missed a game and he talks about it right he talks about being like hey i this is like someone someone sitting in the back row paid a lot of money to come see me at this away game i'm gonna give them something to watch i'm gonna give them a show and he was a psychopath he didn't want to lose well and uh, also he was probably betting on those games but uh that's either here nor there the other crazy thing too is just to not get hurt i mean he got hurt two times in a decade yeah more a little more than a decade like that's insane yeah, some injuries are fluky. You know what I mean? Like, no one goes out there thinking they're going to get hurt. But, like, I mean, if you get hurt bad enough, you just can't play. You just can't yeah, play. And, and I think that's why I approach most, like, a lot of people go, well, what if this, if this guy gets hurt? Uh, then he won't be any good. It's like, yeah. <laughs> that goes for literally everyone, including Jokic, who, uh, as, as you've uh, figured out, we're talking about the Denver Nuggets. Um, Jokic, number one player, number one overall, number one pick overall, all formats. Not sure what else you're doing. Um, that's uh, it's unarguable, right? But if he gets injured, he's not going to be number one. That's obvious. Um, you could have that d- injury discussion about two other players on this team, right? We could talk about Michael Porter Jr. We can talk about Jamal Murray uh, and whether or not they were injured or not. And I think I think they are a really good – those two players are good examples of how like two ways you can approach an injured player. Michael Porter Jr., very, very good. Um, has been a injury concern from draft day and has missed significant time. Jamal Murray, on the other hand, coming off a serious injury, but not a huge, uh, long-winded record of just missing seasons. Two very different types of, quote-unquote, injury-prone type of guys. Yeah, and I mean, for me, Murray's, like, was a, an ACL, right? Like, I wouldn't even say he's injury-prone, right? He had a, the, one of those injuries we just talked about, right? So bad you can't play, and you just can't play. Um, yeah, people forget how good he was um, in that 2020-21 season when he got hurt. Well, they absolutely he was really freaking good. Do. Yeah, he only played 48 games, which was, um, you know... You got that, and then you got the year before that 59, right? So you can say, like, oh, okay, there's two seasons. Game total's a little suspicious. But that season he got hurt per game, he was, like, the top 35, top 30. Yeah, he was, like, uh, well, I could look it up for you if you really want to know. He was, give me two seconds. He was 37th. Pretty good. Per games, I mean, I'm sorry. Per game. So... 21 points, four rebounds, about five assists, over a steal a game, in great percentages. And I know a lot of people don't care about percentages, uh, but I do. I, I, I think percentages are super important. And also, I think turnovers are important, too. This guy's assist-to-turnover ratio is pretty nice. He is 25 years old. Um, I hope people are overlooking Jamal Murray this season, because I think he will be the second-best uh, Denver uh, fantasy player. Oh, no question. And I, think, and I think he probably ends up in the top 50. Um, though I don't know if he can return to, like, a top 30. Because even just in the last couple seasons, the league is very different. Yeah, he's still a fourth-round player for me, though. And here's why. Like, we get into this fourth round, right? We're looking at point guards kind of in that fourth, fifth-round range, right? Like, would you rather have him or Terry Rozier? Me, Jamal Murray. Probably Jamal Murray, if I'm in a Roto League. Maybe if I'm in a head-to-head league, I can talk myself into Rozier, depending on my team. 
And then, like, in that fourth round, like, what other point guards are there? Nobody really. Uh, nobody. Uh, I'm trying to think of uh, De'Aaron Fox. God, give me, give, give me Joel Murray every day. Tyrese Maxey? The only other guy that you could say is, like, a point guard that might slip into that fourth round is, like, Drew Holiday, somebody like that. You know what I mean? Which yeah, I'd, I'd probably Drew take Drew Holiday, Holiday. But Drew Holiday's a third-rounder. Like, to me, he's a third-round pick. And so, I agree. So, yeah, in that fourth round, like, it's slim on point guards. And even in the fifth round, like, give me Jamal Murray over all those guys. Um, I think Jamal Murray's going to be good. And I know the worries, like, he sits back-to-backs and all that stuff. But, like, again, like, nobody's really playing much more than 65 games here so if he's playing 65 games great cool that's all you can ask absolutely fan- yeah absolutely fantastic would you rather have uh, jamal murray or kyle lowry jamal murray i think you know kyle lowry kyle lowry is criminally underrated but what round is he going in like Way six i feel like yeah. you can get a hot like a just absolute hot steals like just go all bigs at the beginning and then take drew holiday in the fourth jamal murray in the fifth and kyle lowry in the sixth yeah i mean it's not a bad strategy be a fun team if you get like one scoring guard in your top three, like two centers, two bigs, um, and then like a you know a Zach Levine in there somewhere. It's a nice little team. I'd agree with that. We're gonna have to this do that. Po- build build your own team. Uh, who do I draft? And I'm gonna I'm gonna go for the big big late rounds. The big the, the big big. Uh, yeah. Porter, I, the the Porter one's way worrying more yeah. worrying to me. And what is Michael Porter Jr. Is that a fair question to ask? Like, let's throw the injury thing out of it. Like, okay. he played nine games last year, and they weren't very good. No. Like, they and, were um, kind of scary. Oh, and right? the year before that, like, he shot 44% from three-point range, 54% from the field. Like, is anybody a 54% shooter? Like... He only played 61 games in that breakout, you know, 2021 season. And a lot of it was just, like, some really hot shooting where he had a really, you know, good stretch where he never missed. Is that sustainable? Like, yeah. Are we, are, we pl- are, being, are we being played by small sample size theater here with, like, sure, it was 61 games, but, like, one, one season, we, we, we have seen... Uh, Tariq Evans, you know, we have we have existing players in the past who have had absolutely outstanding top 30 type performances. Michael Carter Williams is one, right? And Michael Carter Williams yeah. still isn't that old. What was, what was Michael Carter Williams that rookie year, right? It was the rookie year? Yeah. He was like he, top 30 player and then he's like, almost averaging a triple double. Yeah, and he's, he's 30 now. And like, you want Michael Carter Williams in your fantasy draft? Well, thank you. Right. And so I think to me, Michael Porter Jr. is one of those um, auction draft guys I throw out early uh, at a dollar and let someone put two dollars on the board and then walk away and just get that money off the board. Let let two, three people get excited about Michael Porter Jr. I don't want the risk. And as you're saying, let's say he is healthy. Is he a top 50 player? Is he a top 25 player? Is he a top 100 player? I don't know. We don't know. We really don't Here's, know. I think they'll play him enough Well, he'll be easily a top 75 player. Like I said, I don't know. Here's the other thing that most people are going to do with their teams, and it's going to make Michael Porter Jr. less effective, right? His Two of his absolute best categories, 
no matter how well he plays, are probably going to be his field goal percentage and his free throw percentage. Yes. Right? In head-to-head leagues, a lot of people like to punt those. If you're punting those, you're punting away two of his best categories. And what else is he good in? He's going to give you points. Gives you seven rebounds, which is good. There's no assists. Steals and blocks have not really ever been very good. So you're getting a one-category guy? Like, you want a one-category guy with a big injury risk and some rebounds? Like, I, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm not. I'm not in. Yeah, let me, let me even go ahead and put into the uh, Michael Porter Jr. Let me just get rid of field goal percentage. Let's see where how far he falls from grace. Get rid of the percentages, and you're looking at... Um, you're looking at a guy who's like 60 overall. Three three-pointers is nice, but like that every year that becomes a little bit less impressive. 19 points, so like you're saying, seven rebounds, almost a block, almost a steal, nothing else. Yeah, but okay, you're there's looking- a lot of there's a lot of players that can do that, but probably like 15 points and six rebounds. Are you looking at hashtags projections? Or are you looking at like his actual numbers? Because looking at his weird- actual 2021 NBA regular yeah. season number. And here's the weird part about those blocks and steal numbers is like it's point seven and point nine, but we saw in his other two years like his. Basically, average per thirty six a block and a steal. Both those first two years where he was relatively healthy. Okay, mm-hmm. but is he playing thirty six? No, he's he's probably playing no. thirty. Like I'm assuming probably they're gonna cap the minutes 30. here too, because this is back thing like has gone back all the way from his, I think from his high school days. He definitely had a back injury at the university, like the one year yeah, in college. It's... The reason he slipped in the draft so all the way down to Denver. Right, and so I don't know, man. Like I, I wouldn't even count. So that's what I mean. So if he's playing thirty minutes a game, while you're talking like point eight and point eight, like even those like all right. exciting. And like there's zero assists. This dude, yeah, in per thirty six for his career, averages one point six assists per game. That's garbage. That's that's the worst player on your team, probably. Hopefully. Um, so, yeah. I, and like I said, is it even three three-pointers? Because that year he shot 44.5%. I don't think he's shooting that good. He is a good shooter. He's probably going to shoot over 40%. But is he shooting 44? I don't think so. And then if you're what? talking he's only playing 28 to 30 minutes a game, like it's probably not even three three-pointers. Let me, let me list you uh, two players. And I'm just going to list their stats. I'm going to ask you if you'd rather have these stats versus what you, let's just say we think Michael Porter Jr., let's just say he plays 65 games. He has a great season. 65 games, he's probably going to do something very similar that he did last time, like 17 and 8 with almost a block, almost a steal, no assists, right? I'm going to read you two lines. Let me know if you'd rather have this. This guy um, is 54% from the field, 81% from the line, but only makes... um, 0.8 threes a game, almost one a game. He's going to be a 17 points. He's going to give you 10 rebounds, but 1.7 assists, half a steal, and almost a block. Yeah, I think I'd rather have that. That's Jonas Valanciunas. Right, and that's what I mean. You're getting something incredibly similar from Jonas Valanciunas. Um, Here's another um, player 
Would you but rather the difference have this, is, and right? let's 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 say this though. The difference is, I feel pretty damn good about Jonas Valanciunas playing sixty oh, yeah. sixty five games. Absolutely. I feel not good about Michael Porter Jr. playing sixty five games. Like if you no. said over under sixty five games, I would hammer that under. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah, like not even close. So. Really, I think this is a full-on stay away. Hey, let me do one more. 46% from the field, 73% from the line. Two threes, only 13 points, six rebounds, three assists, over a steal, one, uh, 1.1 steals, 1.1 blocks. Just a little bit more blocks. Oh, I'd, I'd 100% rather have that line. All right, that's PJ Washington's perspective line on hashtag basketball.com. Yeah, and what, what are we talking there? That's like the what? Hundredth and something pick, right? That's what you watch his ADP. Is he getting drafted? I mean, yeah, but maybe not. He should be. Um, he should be being. Um, here's the the, the 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 final point I'll make about Porter Jr. Like, can you say with any certainty what any of his stats will be this year? Even if I throw the games played out, I'm not even going to ask you the games played. I'm going to say, oh. Michael, what is his stat line? I can't tell you know. if he shoots 50% or 44%. I can't tell you if it's three threes or one. I don't know. I have no idea. I want I want a full stay away. I want a full on let someone else pay for this guy. Let someone else draft this guy. Um, and then Mike you know, only draft. So somebody. you have to pick him at some point. What would be the number? Like when would you start looking at him? And probably closer to 90. Yeah, that's what I was just going to say. For me, it's definitely outside the top 75, and I think he'll be yeah, inside I, the top 75 pick. I need to use one of my waiver wire picks, like probably a hundred, past 100, just because like, he's going to end up on my waiver wire because he, 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 he might be just injured. I just don't trust his health at all, and, you know, versus like someone who gets injured, like who's been injured, right, who was just injured, Jamal Murray, who has fully recovered, seems healthy, and is back ready to play. Um, I like perspective of jamal murray coming back doing something similar that he was doing when he was playing really well top 50 player i'm much more interested and much more um confident in because i don't i i try to assume no one's going to get injured but michael porter jr's record is so bad that i have to assume he's going to be injured um there's also stories out there this has been reported i'm pretty sure and you could like uh, find it for yourself um there were teams who literally took him off their draft board. His back was so bad. Oh, the Chicago Bulls were one of the uh, only teams to get his medical reports because they said, we will not draft him unless you give us his medical reports. They got his medical reports and they didn't draft him. Yeah, and, and so part of the story was that, like, you know, some of the teams were, yeah, just saying, like, no way, man, no, not even on the board. They would not have picked him no matter where, where he was. That's pretty crazy considering how well he played that one year, but as you can see, the GMs of these teams, just like you're a GM of your fantasy team, are doing the same calculation. And I think that's uh, if, if they're doing the calculation, they've got more information than your ass does. So uh, maybe you should pay attention to that. Um, I think that's it for beating up on uh, Michael Porter Jr. Is there anyone else on this team you are uh, drafting in a Tyler-only redraft standard league? I mean, Aaron Gordon's got to go somewhere, right? I think he's a standard league player, yes. I mean, he finished 105th last year. I think this is last year. Let me make sure I have it on the right year. 
Yeah, it finished 105th last year. Um, nothing to get excited about, really. I mean, like, 15 points is good, 6 rebounds is fine. You know, like, everything's just okay. But, I mean, that's a guy, he deserves a spot in a standard league. And in deeper leagues, like, he's actually pretty valuable. Um, then I would say the other two potential guys... And, you know, Contavious Caldwell-Pope, he finished 122nd last year. Like, yeah, he was in Washington, but doesn't Contavious Caldwell-Pope pretty much put up the same stat line every year no matter the team? Yeah, he's uh, grotesquely boring and just does uh, KCP shit. And he's going to play on this team, right? There's no... Uh, Willie Barton's gone. Uh, Gary Harris's been gone. Um, this Depth team is not a, not a... Not a great for the the Nuggets. No. That's that's one reason why I'm worried. Like Porter Jr. goes down. Like, is this a good team? Like, Jokic is amazing, but sure, they're, they're not good. Like, other than that, no, they're like, not good. Is Bones Highland starting at the two? Bones? No, I think KCP is or Bruce Brown. Okay, Bruce Brown's he's a defender. Six, he's coming in as the sixth man, and then it's yeah, Bo- um, Bones Highland's the backup point guard for sure. Then it's then it's what? Then it's nothing. Well, who's the backup? Who's the backup two? I have no idea. Who can shoot threes on this team? Probably then... like Ish. Is Ish Smith and Bones Highland the backup guards? They have to be. There's no one else. Together? Like, I, yeah, dude. Uh, this team literally has, like, if I'm a GM, they have six players that I want to play, and then Bones Highland, who I'm still undecided like about how good he's going to be, right? So there's seven people that I want to play. That's about it. Jeff Green's okay, fine, I guess, was the eighth. Yeah. Man. I don't think, with um, barring any injury, and hopefully there's not, I don't see Bones Highland getting enough minutes to be more than a spot starter coming off the waivers. No, and Bruce Brown will be that same thing, too. Like, if Bruce Brown's going to play big minutes here, like, in 24 minutes a game, Bruce Brown was the 141st-ranked player last year. Like, he gets it up to 30, which he probably will because his team is not deep. Like, that's another guy who's, you know, outside the top 100, but still probably should be picked in your standard league. I just, just man, none of these guys get me excited whatsoever. Well, um, and here's so the they're, thing they're safe too, picks, like, right? They're safe picks, and those are those are important too. Uh, the Nuggets are one of those teams where like people are going like, oh yeah, they're going to be healthier. They're going to be one of the top teams in the West. And I'm going like, and if if they have one injury here, like they're in the play-in maybe. Especially if Jokic misses like ten to fifteen games, if these guys yeah. in the play-in. If Jokic misses more than fifteen games, are they? <laughs> they getting into the the play Oh, well, I, so the West, when you get down, I mean, I guess maybe the Kings could knock them out, but like, once you get sure. down t- toward the bottom of the play-in in the West, like, it's not great. The West is, is really good up top, and there's actually mm. someone really good is going to be in the play-in, right? We've talked about this, right? Nuggets, oh, Grizzlies, Warriors, Mavericks, uh, Timberwolves, Clippers, Lakers, Pelicans. Like, all those teams are good. Portland's going to be coming back. Um, but, like, the Spurs are going to be out of it from last year, and so are the Jazz. So you got two open spots from last year. And then, so if you say the Lakers and the Blazers move up in there, like, it would have to be the Kings, basically, that knocked out the Jazz from, like, making the play-in, which that's not happening. No, that's probably not. So they they still make the plan, and that, just out of the fact that the West Western Conference is not as good as it used to be. Um, well, the East, the East is coming is, back, Tyler. There's there's literally five, four teams in the West that are absolutely tanking, right? No shot of being 
Yeah, it's all the teams that we haven't talked about yet, basically, because we don't want to. Uh, We don't want to talk about uh, Utah or uh, the Spurs, just because we really don't know what, uh, quite frankly, we're waiting for it to pan out. And I'm waiting for preseason, because, like, I just really don't know what they're going to do. Well, and, I mean, we talk about both those teams, right? Like, uh, Utah is still kind of in flux. Like, they just traded Bogdanovich uh, last week, two weeks ago. Um, and, and a trade that me neither one of us are like, well, why did you do that? He's actually dead. Yeah. Well, and then they still have Conley, Clarkson, like all those guys are reportedly on the block. So, and their team could be changing a lot because, like, if you have Mike Conley, you got to play him, right? Yeah. Um, I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind seeing Mike Conley on the Bulls. That'd be nice. I don't think they got the money for it. And then the Spurs, like, there's they're all they're, everybody's a wing. So they're gonna play Josh Primo at the point. So. Who's the point guard? Who's the ball handler? Who's the scorer? Um, so they got a lot of questions, too, um, that we're not sure. And, and we just kind of got to see a game or two, I think, let it, see how it pans out. Yeah. But preseason is right around the corner, Tyler. I'm, I'm super pumped about that. Um, but I think that's it for the old nuggets here. Tyler, where can people find you on Twitter? You can find me on Twitter at Tyler P. Watts. You can find me at Watch the Boxes if you like the show. Support the show. Patreon com slash watching the boxes um for free there is a mock draft up there from uh quite a bit ago probably have to put a few more new mock drafts up there to get people a little bit more excited uh and also uh, my tiers my rankings for, i don't call them rankings but um my tiers of how i feel about each one of these uh, groups of players and my favorite players in, in, in the first plateau will be up this week on patreon.com slash watching the boxes for free. So go check it out. And if you want to support the show, throw us two bucks. It's only $2 a month. It's no big deal. Uh, we're also going to be doing some mock drafts on twitch.tv slash watching the boxes. So go ahead and follow us there. I think that's it. We'll be back with uh, some more teams, maybe some more rankings. I don't know. We're get, about to get in the swing of things. And I, for one, am very excited for draft season so if you have any questions hit us up on twitter and we will see you next time